0: You are the man, I'm are no, man, i You are the man, I'm are the man, now, do You
1: are the man, dog. You are the man, Improvise Podcast with me, Dan Lippert. And me, Ryan Rosenberg. Look at this. We're here. We're podcasting. Get used to it.
0: That's right. Welcome to March, everybody. March is a big month for the Man Dog Pod.
1: Big month. It is officially crossover
0: crossover month.
1: month. And we're not talking about the crossovers you'll see at March Madness.
0: Which is basketball related.
1: Uh, Or the crossovers you'll see...
0: On a hot bun.
1: Oh, very good. Which are happening because of uh, Mardi Gras.
0: That's right. Right? Tuesday. I don't know. At least beignets.
1: At least. At the very least, you're having a beignet this week. (laughs) Uh,
0: But we're really excited. Crossover month for us is we found a bunch of other podcasts that we like, and we did their podcasts, and we also had them on our podcast.
1: That's right. So every podcast is going to be a two-part series with ones we uh, love. Uh, This episode is part 2 of our crossover with Don Finelli's Need to Fail podcast. That's
0: right. Don is also a great UCB performer out of New York and now in LA, and he has a great podcast that's all about uh trying and failing and why it's important to fail and how to learn from it, especially in a creative workplace or world i guess
1: yeah he talks to a lot of um actors writers and and the like uh improvisers about um their experiences with a big failure how they dealt with it how it felt um and where they are in their career because of it right so we we did that we did his episode it's part one of this you should go over there and listen to that we talked about Um, some of the work we did with uh, big grande, like how that formed and some failures with the group or Mm -hmm. perceived failures, Mm -hmm. um, our own, uh, like journeys into, uh, growing as comedians.
0: Yes. And then he came on our podcast and did some improv, some of it about the need to fail and creativity and some of it just about whatever else came up. Yeah. Uh, so we do his, he does ours. Hopefully we cross-pollinate a little bit of our fan base a little bit and you guys get an extra fun little project
1: yeah if you're a fan of don's podcast and you're coming over here because of that this is going to be right up your alley i guarantee it
0: hop right in the water's warm over here
1: that's right get dip your toes or dip your whole body head first
0: that's right well but don't dive because it is a jacuzzi it's
1: a it's a jacuzzi and it is shallow
0: yes i wouldn't even say it's a jacuzzi it is a hot wading pool
1: it's a yes it's a hot Uh, it's a hot muck
0: so welcome to this podcast there's a lot of mixed metaphors that aren't always great Uh, and if you have been here the whole time you're welcome for another one
1: yeah You're welcome. Send us a thank you however you would like. Um, Anyways, fine. And if you're one of our regular listeners and you're curious about Don's podcast, uh, I personally really like the episode with Paul Welsh. That's a good way to get into it. Uh, There's a good two-parter with um, Lennon Parham and Jess St. Clair. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, I want to listen to his, but I don't want to start at episode one start with those and i bet you'll find that interesting
0: yes and don was great what a thoughtful uh person in the conversational part and what a hilarious improviser on our part
1: yeah he was really funny
0: i think this crossover thing is a cool thing to see people in two different speeds yeah it's interesting to watch us get asked listen to us get asked a bunch of serious questions that we don't necessarily have the answers to and then to watch uh, a regular podcast host see them really comedically
1: um yeah a there's wonderful. like uh um uh, with those, with that question part, there is like it's always a little hard because there is an implied success uh-huh. with being asked those things, uh-huh. uh, and so I think it's like hard for us to accept that like we might be in a position where people are curious about this.
0: I or, had a bit of a wake up going on that podcast, yeah. of going like, "Oh, I haven't tried and failed enough."
1: That's right. That it was made our me big go, lesson.
0: I am too afraid of failure to have tried and learned from it. So that's my that's what I am trying to work on now is we, actually fail.
1: We do succeeded. need to fail. Yeah. We need to. Yeah. I haven't done it
0: yet. Well, we have, to, we have here a little bit. We failed in those first few months, and I think that's what made us make the podcast better. Yeah. If you remember the first few episodes, we were like, we don't know how to do sound. Is this okay? And was like, like, no, we can't hear you. Yeah. And I think we did learn a lot about stuff yeah. like that. I didn't know how to do a podcast before we started this. No. So it's kind of cool that we did fail and learn through that.
1: That's right. Hey, good lesson. But we
0: got to keep doing it.
1: Um. And if you are curious about more of this, I, that's not the best lead-in for this sentence, but I didn't plan it, so fuck you. That don't was a failure yourself, right there. man. It was good. No, fuck, fuck you. Uh, and I I'm think, talking to the audience. I think you're talking to yourself. Uh, no, fuck you. I
0: think you're talking to yourself. Uh,
1: you guys out there judging me for just a one misspeak.
0: Truly, it was
1: only you. One misspeak does not define me.
0: Well, you can't get off of it.
1: <laughs> um, but we uh, will be doing another we have done uh, and we'll be releasing next week on March 12th that's a Thursday in tandem with our friends we love trash These Betsy. trashy idiots the- in a loving way. In a loving way. These pieces of garbage. Uh, Betsy
0: Sodaro and Mano Agapian. That's
1: right. We did uh, We did their podcast and then they did ours and we did their um, form, I guess you would call it, dumper and a movie. Just
0: like dinner and a movie on TBS where you eat a meal and watch a movie and discuss it. It's like that, but dumper because you eat something that is going to make you dump.
1: And then a movie.
0: Yeah, which is also a dumper.
1: Yeah, the movie was a dumper, show. We should too. call
0: it Dumper and a Dumper. <laughs> <laughs> so check out those ones. Uh, we hope you guys are excited for Crossover Month, as excited as we were to do them all. I think it was a really fun experience. And I'm already planning our second one.
1: Our second crossover month. Yes. Wow. It could end up being crossover year.
0: That's true.
1: Um, And if you are um, here and you're like, I love the free stuff, I came from Don's podcast, this episode was funny enough for me to give you $5, go to our Patreon, patreon patreon.com backslash you're the man now dog, uh, and you will get a ton of content like this. We have live episodes. We're releasing one this Friday that we did with Demi Adijuibe and Rekha Shankar at the UCB Theater that was... Oh, so delightful.
0: Big week for the Man Dog Pod.
1: Big week. We've got a huge backlog with great guests. Uh, We did another live episode with Phil Jackson and Lauren Lapkus. Mm -hmm. We've had all the fun people you can think of on the show.
0: Yeah, and if you're one of our fans, go check out these other pods. We're trying to spread the love with our friends with other independent podcasts. We're not part of some big corporate network.
1: That's right. We're out
0: here doing it on ourselves and we're trying to lift up other independent artists.
1: That's right. This, this is all indie. This is like
0: We're basically Bright Eyes. Well, yeah. If you were into a 20-year-old reference.
1: This is Bright Eyes for sure. Is that who is that? Ryan Adams? No, no, just some person. Colin Oberst. That's that's what it was, yeah. Yeah. He
0: talks, his voice is always really shaky because he's on the verge of a breakdown all the time.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Colin. I know. It's (laughs) sad. (laughs) It's kind of like that other guy, uh, Mountain Goats.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: He's always on the verge of a breakdown. Isn't
0: that funny? What is that affectation?
1: I don't know. It does make your heart break, though. Sure it does. does work in the song. Neil, Neil Young has that. yeah, Where it's like, oh man, are you crying right before and after every song?
0: Yes, right, right. And I'm getting old.
1: <laughs> uh, well, let's get into the episode. Uh, we'll pop right into this conversation with Don in five, four, three,
0: two, hold on, hold, one. one.
1: Uh we're in here with Don Finelli. Yes. Part this will probably this I guess is part 2 of the two part um what do we call this crossover month for you are the man now dog? Yep. Thanks for doing it. Thanks Host for of me, man. The Need to Fail podcast. Yep. Uh um, just
2: had a riveting conversation. We
1: did. Check it out. Check it out mm-hmm. at um are you is this on your Patreon? Or is this going to be on iTunes?
2: No, this is going to be on iTunes. Yeah, Great. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. You also got the Patreon. All that you do
1: a cool thing on that Patreon uh well you did in december you donate a whole month's worth to I do. a charity of- yeah
2: i do that every year yeah i yeah. like that no one really does my patreon i i that was a failure of my podcast was i it? guess <laughs> i think so because i did not think i offered i just offered a uh, bonus content, i would ask just, my guests so it'd mm. be like kind of silly stuff deep stuff but it didn't really relate so i was like i never got patreon subscription really like a lot so i was just mm. like oh yeah that makes sense so I kind of just stopped doing it a uh, little bit. There's still the bonus content's up there. If you want to just donate, it helps me out with paying for certain things. Uh, but yeah, every December I'll take like a month's worth. Some people just donate in December, which I'm very grateful for. So mm. I'll match it a, a, twice, and and then I donate to Donors Choose, which is a uh, helps teachers out.
1: So, cool. Yeah, it's one of those ideas where it's like once I know about it, it feels weird to not
2: do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah, a lot. good
2: job, guys. Uh, Um, have fun uh, (laughs) having no karma (laughs) bad 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 boys
1: Um, how do you uh, I think you were maybe the first parent we've had in here is that true? I think so. Um which is a little weird,
2: not that weird. No, uh, I feel bad for being away from my kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, it's for a podcast. Yeah, it's that's It's for a podcast <laughs> in LA. We're good. We're good. Um,
1: so uh as far as like the are there some things that I I'm, I'm always curious like as partners. Yeah. Are there big things you talk about like as like hearers, things that I want to make sure that we're like on the same page on as far as like what the how the kid's going to see us in the Mm. world and how we're going to treat x y or z like i'm really impressed with my brother and his wife they always are giving like an open door to their daughter who's two and a half to uh express her feelings no matter what yeah they're never squashing it's never don't cry yeah or like that's you didn't fall down that bad. You're fine. Mm-hmm. It's always like, oh, you fell down, yeah, and it scared you. How did that feel? Like, do you guys have stuff like that? Yes, I'm yeah, sure you do. But. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the I think marriages and any relationship that works is just being on the same page, and it's a vulnerable conversation that you have to have. And you might disagree about certain things, but coming to a um, some sort of agreement before the kids born is very important. I think sure. just be like, hey, we're gonna be on the same page with this. Uh, we do we're trying to do something very similar, which is I think a lot of us growing up were. I think anybody that has fucking issues or problems or was not acknowledged at a certain point and was told to like squash your feelings. I think especially men um, was like, tough it out and it's fine and a lot of that stuff. And that's just, I now understand a parent doing that because your Mm -hmm. own insecurities come out and you don't want to see someone that you love in pain. So you try to, help and fix it as fast as possible but the key thing that is missing is acknowledgement mm-hmm. and being seen and having someone understand their feelings the i think more uh, darwinian tough it out folks would say like you're going to create pussies you're going to create weak people but i think i think mentally it's much better to be able to acknowledge your feelings and stuff them down in some fucking weird way and they come out at the wrong goddamn time, yeah. at least getting them out and being like, you're not crazy for feeling like this. Mm-hmm. Starting that early, I think, is healthy. So we're it's very similar. I think we're on the same page with trying to do that. Don't always do it. We fuck up every day. <laughs> I have it because I have my mom's voice in my head. I got my dad's voice in my head like, oh, stop, stop, come on, come on, come on. You know, very North Jersey Italian, like, ah, sh- shut up. You know, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're fucking fine. Like, Come on. Right. A lot of like, please don't burden me with this feeling that you're feeling because it triggers something inside of me. Right. That I don't like about myself. You're doing so. this
0: to be annoying to me. Yes. Why would the kid yeah. be doing that? No,
2: they don't know. They just don't know anything. And and once you start doing that, it doesn't necessarily make it easy. They're still going to cry. They're still going to fuck. They're still going to fall down. They're still going to do all these things. But just be like, oh, that hurt, didn't it? Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. That's all you got to yeah. do. Yeah, it sucks. Don't be, oh, you're fine. Get up, knock it off. You're, t-, you know, be a tough girl. You know, it's like, there's a time and a place for that. I think there's an explanation and then comes after. It's like, try it again. You might fall down again. Try it again. Right. See how it goes. Do it fast. You know, try it. Like the encouragement to, of that. But yeah, I think the conversation has to happen. Uh, I think, before a kid's born and know that it's going to change. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Absolutely.
2: And you're going to be against each other. I mean, it's been the toughest part of our – this is the toughest uh, year we've had. Because you're
1: constantly making decisions that feel so microscopically big. Life or death. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they feel like that. They're not always like that. They're rarely like that, but they feel like that, and it mm-hmm. tests your marriage, man. It really tests your marriage and, and had some tough conversations and – man doesn't make you stronger as a couple but those that's that's those are you don't know what the fuck you're doing I mean you're a, you can read all the goddamn books and blogs and listen to everything you want but man when your own kids screaming and crying and not sleeping and sick and all the like we were talking about in my podcast like you, you want a kid do you want everything to go along with it because <laughs> right. that's the part that makes the bond stronger but that's the real tough thing i just watched this fucking did you watch the, there's the goop uh the shit mm-hmm. on netflix uh, did yeah, you I watch the, wo- the, the wim hof like ice yes. one yeah i was like oh this makes a lot of sense like we have become too comfortable the idea if you haven't seen it this dude wim hof is like a there's a breathing uh expert or has a method that he teaches people that he's able to meditate in the cold and submerge himself in ice water for a long period of time without um dropping mm-hmm. his core temperature there's a lot of and I was like, yeah. so now I take cold showers and they're fucking awful, but it's, <laughs> it does what, make
1: me feel better. does it? Make, it, it it's it's does. It, lesson of it, like you can d- suffer through more than you think. I think it's. I it think experience. it's. We've
2: become too comfortable in your body's. Uh, uh, there's a lot more science to it. Putting your body in a state where it really sparks your immune system and um, sparks certain uh, physiological things that um, either make you not sick or toughen up certain things mm-hmm. in you. But overall, mentally, I think it's like, uh, yeah, I think mentally it's pushing past discomfort. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's learning how to breathe through discomfort. Right.
0: Yeah, your brain feels fear and wants to run away from it. And it's like, this is scary, but it's not dangerous.
2: Right. And it is dangerous at a certain point, but you can breathe through certain things and actually train yourself to push past even that dangerous part Hmm. of it. In a controlled setting, there's... I mean, I'm not fucking pushing this. I just start taking cold showers. I don't fucking know (laughs) what I'm talking about. But it was very intriguing. you know. Some of these things where you go like, oh, you hear one person say one thing, you go like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. We have become too comfortable. Right. We have become too comfortable. (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely true.
0: Hey, uh, honey, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to talk to you about... um, Morning routines. Yeah, I know we have a lot going on right now, and it's kind of tough for both of us to get out of the house and everything. Yeah. I just want to talk about your cold showers. Uh, I don't know that they're making you healthier. You're screaming through them. Yeah, you're making a lot of noise. Oftentimes, the bathroom is sort of disheveled when I go in there afterwards.
2: I think that's part. That, that's part of it. Okay. I watched one YouTube video on this, babe. I know what I'm. I think I know what I'm doing. You okay. know, I think I. I just saw. Everyone just kind of, you know, screaming and okay. Is it my dick? Is it, is no, it too it's shriveled? Your, it's They're... not your dick at okay, all. No, I, lo- I don't know. Sex that's is her... great. Okay. And, no, it's it's just
0: you know. I know you're doing this cold shower thing to help your mental health and start your day off right. Yeah. And, you know, I hear you in there, and you're going, "I hate this." Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's hurting my toes. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And I, I just don't think leaving the house so stressed is good. I know. I, I'm sorry. I got into that car accident. I. It was that's okay. I'm not mad at you. For okay, because I mean, I really was like jazzed. I was really like, okay. really jazzed up, and and I really meant to hit the break, but I didn't. Right. And I'm sorry about that. I know. I think it's at least giving me the energy I've been lacking mm-hmm. since we had the kid. Okay, you know what I mean. That's like great. I just don't have energy, and it's yeah. I'd rather have berserker amount of energy. I think right. Then well, you no you energy. do seem berserk. Yeah. So,
0: so that's working. Well, the the. The shower is replaced. <laughs> the glass door is replaced. honey, Yeah, Ani, yeah I, know, I know. I did that. It just seems like you're trying to put yourself through a lot. Like, every morning, right, you eat yeah. a big strawberry, which you're allergic to. Yes. And you leave the house, and you're red, and you're yeah. puffed up, and I don't know how that helps you on your
2: day. I. It doesn't in the short term, I'll tell you that. It, <laughs> yeah, it you're doesn't. you writhing
0: on the floor. Yes, I know, you know. The
2: foaming in the mouth. I know it's scary to see, and I don't it want is. our daughter to see that, but- In the long term, I think I will never get sick again. I think it just takes, like... You get sick every morning, though. You know what I mean? So I I guess... Yeah, but there's got to be a point. Listen, it was a too-minute YouTube video. Okay, There was a point in it where they're like, and I never got sick again. I remember that part. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I remember the part where they was like, I never got sick again. And it was just like, you got to put your body through hell Mm -hmm. to get to heaven. I mean, that's just...
0: Uh, well, I, that's an interesting theory. Yeah, you know, I just want to say I've been meditating. Mm. You've been
2: great. I mean, you were like doing a lot better. The I calmest
0: think, I've ever seen you. Yeah, it's been really nice. I've you been have you have any energy? Work. Well, I'm pretty tired. I yeah, pretty that's tired, what I'm saying. But I'm but I'm I feel at peace. I feel calm. I don't feel like I need that much energy because I have what
2: I need. I threw our daughter on the roof the other day. <laughs> yeah, like, I was jazzed. I took the cold shower. I sum I submerged myself in the ice bath. Right. I mean my dick's like a light switch <laughs> it's, it's oh i know yeah I flick I, it I, on and off. that's what i thought that's where i thought this conversation was going no this is what I, I had turn into strength. strength i never i never had this strength before i never had this strength before.
0: right right well i, I don't know it's just a little unsettling i'm little, sorry it's okay We just uh, gotta do what we had to
2: do i'll take a hot bath I don't know if it just works like I'll reverse. I'll take a scorching hot bath. Don't scorch. No. I will burn this skin off for you,
0: babe. I don't want you to like put yourself into a comatose to relax. I don't need want you in the hospital. I think we need to find like a a nice middle ground. <sighs> you know. <laughs> I know.
2: Purgatory. I know. I know. I know how you feel about this Dante's Inferno. <laughs>
0: No, that's the bath you were gonna take. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's erratic. Your behavior's erratic. Okay. And I'm glad it gives you energy. What do you need all this energy for? Has work changed? <laughs> I got fired. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> so yeah, works.
0: changed. Yeah, works changed a lot. So this is a mental breakdown. Yeah, whatever. These aren't helping. Not whatever. Yeah, whatever. You're the breadwinner. i take a shower.
1: You're the man now, dog.
2: God.
1: That's what we say to edit, uh, just so you know. If yes, you ever want to edit
2: yes, a
0: scene. Yeah, you're the man now, dog. Feel free.
2: You're the man now.
0: Um, I'm interested in that cold shower thing. I, How long have you been doing it? Three days. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's what a so hard, I been <laughs> It started with five seconds. Yesterday, I uh, yeah. did six seconds. Today, I did seven seconds. And I had my wife today go, she was in the bathroom with me. I was like... Just count to seven when I tell you to. And she did. I was like, hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. And I was like, I'm doing this wrong because there's a breathing method you need to do before all of this. Right. Most of this is getting yourself into a, like, a hyperventilated state where it tricks your body. You know what I mean? It's tricking right. your symptom, uh, your, your, this specific system that is meant to like protect you. Right. And you're kind of overriding that system right? again. I don't know what I'm talking about. It's funny. This well, is what I'm this is what I got from it.
1: Yeah. Even for like uh, cuz I get really um, sore after basketball mm. and like working out. And people that do it have talked about like uh, like Zeke Nicholson was like, I'll do thirty seconds on, thirty seconds off, a hot and cold on the shower, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to be good for your joints to just like, whatever that is, expanding and contracting. Yeah, or so I tried that once, and and thirty seconds, the thirty seconds cold is like miserable. Yeah, but uh, the I, only, yeah. Th- there's like that value too beyond the. Uh, whatever the amino the immune system stuff is sure. I think. I don't know.
0: I used to surf a bunch and taking like the cold beach shower afterwards mm-hmm. was also like was like, do you want to? Do you not? <laughs> but then you get used to it and you're like, oh it does feel amazing. Yeah. Even though it's freezing, like there is something about it It was like, well I don't want sand on me and it's gonna make me feel crazy for a minute.
2: I truly like it it's just like a caffeine rush. That's, yeah. Yeah. But it lasts longer, I think. Like it for me it just Throughout. You feel pretty awake afterwards. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it, and and yeah, it just I'm clearer. I just hmm. I kind of have a foggy brain sometimes, especially being a dad. And it's like I'm pretty like focused, and yeah, it's just a jolt. I mean, how is it not? If, yeah. yeah and course. I understand the breathing part because the first time I did it, I couldn't breathe for five seconds. I couldn't breathe. I was hyperventilating. Yeah,
1: I, like doing. So,
2: it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like oh, that's why you put yourself into that state first before, right. you know. You get because there's a lot of people that just almost died um, uh, doing this like hyperventilation and then submerging themselves into like cold water, mm. right? Uh, because you can pass out, right? 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 Yeah. So just you. You need to be like monitored when you're doing this shit or really know what the fuck you're doing. Hence why I'm like, I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. I'm just, yeah. like, I'm just starting with like seven second cold parts of my shower.
0: I really trust anything like this old guy who has a breathing technique that yeah. beats science because it is so weird and he hasn't done the research. Yes. That I'm like, well then it must be true. <laughs> because do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well if it works for this guy and he's not smart,
2: yes. then it's true. Yeah. Well here's the <laughs> fucked up thing. They injected him with E. coli and he went he did a breathing and and right. had like a, a control group and the And the group that he taught this method to, they all did not get sick. Crazy. Really? Yeah. Crazy. That's where it was like, I think that's what put him on the map. It wasn't like, and he also has like 14 or 15 like uh, Guinness World Records about like submerging into cold water and holding his breath and all that crap. (laughs) Yeah, man, Guinness. (laughs) Guinness, crack me open at Guinness.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Book, book, of course. (laughs) Crack that book
1: open. It's so, uh, uh, there's like just a human element too of that that's like, I knew there was a, uh, for me, it's like, I knew there was a way around it. Yeah, like, I yeah, yeah. knew there, like I, that yeah. we could beat these things another way. That's, yeah. a, a, and the crazier ones always sound like they make the most sense because they're yeah. so weird.
0: Of course. It seems like just as scientific for me almost, where it's like, you can't learn what he learned in a lab. Yeah. You have to learn it by being weird in the world. Yes. <laughs> and then there's a lot of stuff that you can only learn in a lab. Yep. But both of them are important and true, yeah. is yeah. how I kind of
1: think. But people are really mad at that Goop show, right? Are they? I think that. What are they mad about? I think that Goop is very pseudoscience, and like that Netflix is using it to promote like dangerous ideas. uh, Yeah, I mean there was some
2: fucked. I watched them all, and there was some. You know, the energy one was very weird. Mm -hmm. I was like, this can't be true. Yeah, the like psychic one. Yeah, the psychic one was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Although, like that's you know, with mediums and stuff like that. Like my mom and my sister have had like cold readings, like random. Like someone was like sorry i'm getting something from you like didn't my yeah I and it was that, very you. accurate yeah like my sister and my mom were both crying this happened separately it was two separate mediums right and it was just like hey i'm sorry i'm drawn this there's someone coming up here and they they were just saying very specific things right. where i go like my i always go to like what you can google anybody mm-hmm. this is bullshit but i was like why would they yeah it doesn't make sense especially it was this was like a while ago like this I think my mom was at like Regis and fucking Kelly when that was still going on and there was like a medium there so I was like I don't know if they right the google wasn't even (laughs) i don't know if the google was around really google was around but i don't know like you could really access that shit yeah i think it's just as
0: weird to go like i know this doesn't exist yeah because you're kind of saying like because i know everything and it's not on my list yeah so if i don't know it it can't be real like i think that is really absurd i don't think that the other way is like believe everything yeah but i i like like the idea of like that's dangerous to promote pseudoscience. It's like only if everybody else goes, okay, I'm going to do that. (laughs) Like it's your responsibility to not follow a stupid idea. Yeah. Not my responsibility to not share something I truly believe in. Yeah. Right. So I think those people can share as much pseudoscience as they want. And if it works for them, that's great. And if you don't like it, take responsibility over your own life and make your decisions. Like you always have been before the show came on. Yeah. You know, like I, I, find that to be really like intellectually insulting almost. Yeah. It's like, totally. Well, you're making your own choices. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Like
1: I, I, I planned on either side of that. Cause I think that I haven't seen this Goop show, so I can't speak about that it specifically, is <laughs> but yeah. like, I thinking a lot, not a novel idea again. Uh, but about how, because of the internet, um, Ever, since everyone is getting their information from the same place, it's just their phone or Netflix, that everyone assumes all information is equal. Right. Yeah, uh, right. And so it's like, people can say that New York Times is a newspaper and Breitbart's a newspaper, uh-huh. but it's like, they're not equal. Yeah. New York Times uses journalistic standards. Right. Uh, <laughs> and so like I think like with stuff like this, people are responsible for themselves, but also like we have learned that people are stupid. We have learned that people decided that vac- vaccination, uh, like that the all the science behind that doesn't matter anymore because right. somebody said it on the internet. Yeah, people right?
2: started believing like the National Enquirer. Yeah, like that that became real. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, remember when? Like, someone saw the 17th Bigfoot sighting, and they right. were just, like, trying to sell a newspaper. And now people are like, it's fucking really real now, though. And yep. you're like, no, right. wait, no, this was just entertainment before. What the fuck? Right. No, it's real, It's real, and it's the news.
1: I mean, like, <laughs> the same person that was reporting on Bigfoot is paying off women for the president. <laughs> like, uh, so everything is crazy. I don't even know where this thought's going. It just breaks my brain to say out loud. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: It is crazy. The whole, like, being in modern times really feels like how can we believe any of this shit from, like, the president? It's all bullshit. It's all fucking just bought Mm -hmm. crazy people. It's not this thing you can believe in. (laughs) You know, like, when I was a kid, I was like, okay, well, at least there's a president and the government. And now it's like, "Mm, these are just guys. Yeah. Just guys who are selfish and whatever like.
2: Yeah, this is one big we this is like America's just getting gaslit. Yeah. Just one big gasland. Like the rational smart people are like, "Are we fucking crazy?" Right. That's it. I mean, that's yeah. and that's how you that's how they got everyone gets into fucking power. It's just like, "Oh, I guess I'm crazy, so therefore I guess my world view is totally off." And you start and then like we're distracted now. And now like right nut jobs getting to fucking off yeah because <laughs> uh, we actually contemplate and think about things right it's like,
1: it's like well they're just moving fast they're
2: moving yeah. fast man well,
1: we were, i think we got to talk about, it's it's a, this is going to come out weeks after it but this picture that came out of trump last week <laughs> uh, with the the orange on his face sure. and his hair blown back and his body crazy yeah uh, uh and him immediately being like hair looks great huh <laughs> is ju- i just can't stop thinking about that mm, yeah that is like the boldest Face lie of them all.
0: You think we're not going to see the face? Because you said hair looks great? Oh, I'm only looking at the hair now.
2: Yeah. It's like the opposite of the improv thing that we were taught. It's like, oh, treat everybody that they're smart. Treat everybody like poets and genius. You know, like that that aspect of it. It's like, no, dumb everything down. Make people think they're in, you know, Mm -hmm. that they're seeing what they're not seeing. Like, uh, treat them as if they're fucking idiots and a good amount of them will believe it. And yeah. it's like, man, we're so much better than this. Even people I c- completely disagree with, I'm like, you're so much better. Mm-hmm. You're so much better than you think you are. Yeah. Like, you're very positive. I feel it's like people have been kicked in the balls a bunch and they just need a win. And I yeah. go like, oh man, do I feel, I can relate to that. Yeah. Uh, it just happens to be like you're fucking up, you're rolling back uh, decades worth of <laughs> progression.
1: Right. Do you have like, somebody in your life that prominently disagrees with you politically? Because that's something I'm so, like, my family uh, is incredibly liberal. So it's, like, hard for me. I can kind of, like, picture arguments and conversations, but I don't really have them that often. Yeah, we
2: didn't grow up in a really political house. My my grandfather was very close. to was actually my step-grandfather passed away. But, like, he was, like, a a union guy. So he was super Democrat. My parents were always Republican, uh, North Jersey, Like, just like, that's just how it was. Their friends were kind of Republicans and it wasn't like, I think there was, it wasn't so divided back then as well, where it feels like it's like, you know, Tea Party and, you know, like whatever the most fucking progressive, you know, state is, uh, you know, group is with us. So it's like, I don't, not necessarily like, I remember like my dad and my grandfather like arguing about certain things, but it seemed like rational. it seemed to be like i could see both of your points of view right and i was like i think that's what it used to be and then there was something called compromise yeah and you go like okay well half the country feels this and half the country feels this how do we shake hands and meet in the middle yeah and then it's total polarization so i don't i don't i don't have anybody right now that's just like you know mega yeah like i don't where i'd be like why like what you know but I do I'm, – I'm an empathetic person, and that's where I empathize. I go, like, wow, it feels like a lot of people are f- afraid and are misinformed, uh, which fuels their f- fear, and then also uh, feel left out and kicked in the balls, uh, and they need a win. And here's a person just manipulating <laughs> their thoughts and going, you're a winner. You're a winner now. We won. We won. It's all about winning. I was like, Mm -hmm. no one's lives are better. Yeah. I can't assume that your life is like exponentially better. I don't think anybody's lives get exponentially better from any fucking president. Right. Right. And I'm not. Other than
1: like people who are directly affected financially by, sure. like, <laughs> grift.
2: Absolutely. Or if you see I'm the like, first African-American president and you go like, oh, sure. fuck, it actually can happen. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sure that might drastically affect your life if you're in a marginalized community. But, you know, that one person is not going to... Uh, it's Like, how much of this shit did Congress allow? I mean, like... There's checks and balances here, and those went out the window. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it's not this one fucking person. It's this one person saying we're winning, and you go like, "Yes, I'm a fucking winner now, and I've been losing, and I feel like a loser, and I don't have what I want." And I, it's like that's why you're pissed at fucking. I understand people that are pissed at uh, celebrities, right? Out of touch and rich, and you know, living in their own fucking bubble. It's of course you should be pissed at that. You know, like I get it all but it's also like think for your fucking self mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean i totally empathize with trying to get a win but also it's like think about the bigger picture and i don't
1: i sometimes i'm scared about like my i, I i'm very much like come from a think for yourself family but sometimes i'm like what are my own opinions anymore yeah. as far as politics i'm not super educated anymore about like if somebody who was really educated started tearing down like yeah. Bernie, yeah. I couldn't really argue with them. <laughs> I could I could argue my feelings,
2: of course. That's um, what it all is, though. Yeah, yeah. But I
1: couldn't be like I couldn't point to a lot of facts. Yeah. Um, which I like, which I find valuable in arguing. If I can't point to facts, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, it makes I, I don't really... it yeah, makes me feel stupid.
2: It makes me feel stupid. Then mm-hmm. if I can't, if someone goes like, "Here's all the facts," though, and I go like, "I know, but I feel this." Yeah. And I go like, "Well, that's where we're at." Yeah. <laughs> That's where this whole thing's at. Yeah. A bunch of people have very strong idea, you know, ideologies and feelings, and then there's actual facts that they go like, "eh, don't worry about those." Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But I feel on the opposite end. I feel like, well, if I don't have the facts, therefore, I can't be a part of this thing. There's people that are running the country that go like, "We, the facts are here. We don't care about them. Don't need them. <laughs> don't need we know what we want. We know what we want. It's this is that. how we feel." Yeah, uh, and I know you feel it too. We're winners.
1: Hey, I know um, your your server. Wanted me to come over um, because you guys weren't enjoying your meal? Yeah,
0: yeah, not very happy with
1: it. Um, well, I actually prepared the meal, and it's an, it's an incredible meal. Um, it's it's got you see, uh, honey? it's a oh, okay. what's You that? see? It's an incredible meal. It's really, it's a bolognese. It's been a, an so eight what? hour uh, slow cook on that on that um, sauce on there. I told
2: you the food is good. Yeah. I, it's. What, honey? It's not though. Like there was, there was hardly any meat, and you can't call it a bolognese if there's no meat. So, what's this called? This is a bolognese. It's a bolognese. So, Did you
0: hear him? Yeah, he said it's a bolognese. Yeah, so yeah. I know there's no meat in here.
2: Uh, you ordered the bolognese on the
1: menu, right? Yeah, and that's what's in front of you, and it's a very good bolognese. It's, it's an eight-hour
2: slow cook. Yeah, but, uh, but you just slow cooked. It looks like you just look at carrots. I mean, it's just like there's barely any tomatoes in here. There's some wine though. There's a wine reduction. There is. There. I thought I tasted a wine. There's thank wine you. in this? Yeah. Okay, so what? It's a bolognese. Uh, it's not. It, what a, it tastes a like
0: you didn't even boil the
2: wine down. It's just sort of in
0: here.
1: Okay. Thank you. That's interesting. i I've we never have had a had yeah, it, like, it tastes like
2: it tastes like you spilled wine into like a carrot tomato mixture it doesn't even if you cooked it for eight hours it just tastes like wine I,
0: i'm so can i apologize for my husband you can try we have the word of the chef here and you're still not All understanding. Right. i made this fu- food. Do, have
2: you ever made a
1: bolognese? that sounds like you think you know 100 percent have yeah you have uh, yes and
2: there's meat in it uh, you yeah, know yeah it's from bologna italy they are known for their meat that oh, is so do why you put bologna in yours sir he, actually I, he does i do disgusting. sometimes <laughs> i do sometimes he says this is my secret I've it's the secret ingredient it is. Look. All right. I don't got... put like a whole like, you know, Oscar Meyer baloney. Well, there was that slab in it. There was one time. I thought it was funny look, though. Okay.
1: Look, you have zero legs to stand on right now. Are you even No I don't.
2: No I don't. Right, look, I, listen, you... I just want I don't want it, okay? Okay,
1: would you like something else off yes, the menu? Yes. Anything. Obviously yes. that'll be uh you'll be paying for it full price. <laughs> And, this is and a good I'm happy to. Okay, thank you. Honey, okay. yeah.
0: back me. You never have my back. Because you're not a chef. I know. If you were a chef, I just can't trust your opinion like I can trust the chef's opinion. If
1: you'd like to go to chef school and come back in a few years and argue with me, that's great. But at this point, I got the hat. I'm on in the all-white suit here. Not suit, but you know soup, but We you cut know, to outfit. a doctor's office.
2: <laughs> you amputated the wrong leg.
1: No, no. I mean... Um, Doc, this is my good leg. Emphasis on the first word there. What was it? This? No, right before that. Doc? That's right. I'm the doctor here. Okay? So, um, let's look. Uh, First of all, you got no legs to stand on this (laughs) argument. You got one, but barely, because it's going to be weak for a while.
0: (laughs) Doc, I'm sorry he brought you in here. I'm so embarrassed. Uh, I told him the doctor knows what he's doing, and.
2: Honey, I don't have any. I don't have any legs now. Look, exactly. I have one bad leg and one no good leg.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what happened. You ate some sort <laughs> of gangrenous bolognese, and it spread
0: too quickly to your legs. Well, he made it at <laughs> home. <laughs> I that was the homemade one balonies. time.
2: One time I used Oscar Mayer bologna, okay? And it had it had bad stuff in it. I'll tell
1: you this. I'll tell you this. I'll amputate something else on you, obviously. No! no the... Okay.
0: All I
2: right. don't want anything else Can to amputate. Just... I'm suing. I'm I'll... suing this place. I We're oh. going to sue,
0: but will you split the... Just amputate one more thing for free. <laughs> okay. Well, <if> you, <laughs> you or your pick, husband, you whichever pick... one. No,
2: no. We're not amputating anything. We're going to amputate your, your, your license, okay? You're oh. done.
1: Okay. Uh, like that,
2: honey. <laughs> that honey, that was actually awesome. That was actually awesome. Redemption.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm looking at the case here and um uh I think we're going to have to plead insanity for you. I know what it's are you a, I know it's a about? malpractice lawsuit, but I think this is an insanity behavior.
2: I'm dying. Okay? We need some money for this. There's this is beyond malpractice. I'm not crazy. Is this cuz of the baloney? <laughs>
0: One time?
1: I did hear about the baloney, and it's hard to trust the man Jesus who put a bologna Christ.
2: Order
0: in the court. Order in the court. All uh, right. <laughs> did you just sing there? All oh, right. I appreciate the backup. Shh. This guy knows when a judge says order, you sing and then get quiet. I hey, can you
1: tell that to my client who's shushing me. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Sir, the judge has spoken. And may I add, you don't have a leg to
2: stand on I, here. Listen, that is cruel at this point. <laughs> it's cruel, all right? I, I I'm not saying anything else. Please make your judgment. Thank you. Thanks for taking the time to listen all to this All right. Case. Well, after reading all of the evidence presented,
0: I'm going to have to rule that the bologna on, on a bolognese on. is disgusting <laughs> and you are guilty. <laughs> of what? What am I guilty of?
1: Bad bolognese, that's what I'd say.
0: <laughs> Bad bolognese are not listening to
2: your uh, elders. Yeah, your Jesus. elders.
1: Those older than you, either because of
2: their... Status, status, or, status or... You know what? Look, this wh- whole world's fucked up. Uh, this whole world's fucked up. I give up. Okay, fine. Hey,
0: man, what are you in for?
2: Uh, I don't even know. I don't even have a leg to stand on, man. <laughs> I noticed that. That's funny. No, it's not. I'm it's, dying. No, it's funny. It stress got, like, it's stressful. You got gangrene in my fucking throat. Yeah. I don't know, man. I guess I'm crazy. I guess I'm crazy. I put bo- I put a, a piece of bologna.
0: You know what? You're in for armed robbery.
2: What? You're in for armed robbery. <laughs> I can tell. No, I'm not. I'm, well,
0: that's the, the one prisoner? thing I did not do. Who's the old veteran prisoner?
2: Well, respect. You, you got it wrong. I'm sorry. It's not right. I don't even have legs. I that wouldn't totally work. That wouldn't totally work. You're I'm
1: disgusting, suck. man. You know what we do to armed robbers in here? That's <laughs> sick. You're a- a sick. Freak. A- America's banking system, dude. You
0: fucked kids.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, at I mean, least okay. at least I I didn't break the public trust in the FDIC. <laughs> The FDIC works so hard to to allow currency to be trusted and stay the, uh, uninflated. If you everybody robbed banks, we'd have record inflation.
0: You know, this guy's gotta had a lot of amputations. I think we can fit him through a tiny window. Let's toss this
2: guy. What? you are out of here. Let's toss him out of the prison. Let's toss <laughs> yeah, you're
0: gonna. him. You're hey, ah! <laughs> Oh, Is good, you this- shot him too.
2: Is this heaven? <laughs> Is it, I can walk again.
0: <laughs> well, yes, this is heaven. Uh, one question. Have you been to hell yet? Because no. you got to go through hell to get to heaven. <laughs> oh, God. You're the man now, dog. Dog, you are the man now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it it's fun being so mean to
2: that guy. Yeah. That is yeah. fictitious. One piece of baloney <laughs> <Sometimes laughs> screwed him up. Right on top.
1: Yeah. Sometimes the, the, the rules of the scene are just...
2: You're wrong forever. Uh-huh. Know yeah. what. You're never gonna be right.
0: <laughs> I wonder if you could chop up bologna and add it to a bolognese. And oh, have sure it can. Be in addition, It'd be
2: good. I would think like you. You do it, and you almost kind of cook it up before you add anything, and like bacon. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It it yep. like yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. crisp it up like pancetta. Yeah,
0: it's like pork and beef. Yeah, because yeah. I'd it's be pork. worried
2: if you put it in, in the slow
1: cook that the bologna would kind of like get to I think go so. away. Yeah, so think it, think would it would go, go away. The, that yeah. last yeah. Yeah. it way. would yeah. disappear.
2: <laughs> Thank God.
0: Oh, good, you cooked the bologna completely out of this
2: one. A <laughs> shit ton of bologna. You can't taste anything. What is it there for? <laughs> <don't> no. <know>, body. <laughs> body. Yeah, that's how you name texture. Or else it's not Bolognese Yeah, you put bologna in it. Um, did you from uh, like a uh,
1: North Jersey family mm-hmm. feel any stigma starting therapy? Or even like your own personal oh, judgment? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 hundred yeah, yeah. percent. I mean, you-
2: yeah, no one. I don't know anybody that had ever done it before. <laughs> you know what it's I mean? Sick, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, friends never it's talked like about your it. your version even if they of did.
1: like the first one in the family to go to college. Yeah, it's yeah, like-
2: yeah. I did it, guys. <laughs> I'm so proud, but I am proud of it. Yeah, um, did I think all my family needed it? Um, but, uh, have other people gone since you've gone? Yes. Cool. Yes. Um, kind of because of the impetus. I wonder, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know. I don't know. I I think it was, um, maybe, maybe it, I do think
1: you just do what the people around you are doing, like in a sure. way where it's like it. It just opens a door of like, oh, okay. Even just like what I consume in a way, like food yeah. or what I watch. It's like what are people talking about?
2: We're just telling them like it's yeah. good. This yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's uh I think they took the psycho out of psychotherapy. They just made it therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, that that, that back back in the day it was yeah. like, Are you going to psychotherapy? And it's like, Whoa, whoa you yeah. know, like is that shock therapy? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, no, that shock therapy is shock therapy. <laughs> uh, this is analyzing. Um and there's all different types and you know things om- like that so It almost feels like an actual like representation
0: thing of like the only, like my dad will say stuff to me that's like well you know therapy in the past has typically been for women and it's right. like A, he's not super right about that <laughs> yeah. but b like that is the prevailing narrative sort of yeah. so like if new people go and that seems normalized like you're saying like oh well if you go you're not weird then it wouldn't be weird if I went right. I you
2: know? it, it's just like a way to Listen, you also have to, like, click with someone and you have to kind of um, go all in with it. It's hard to kind of have one foot in, one foot out with this stuff and just kind of question everything. Although I think it's healthy to question some stuff. But, like, uh, you have to find someone that you click with and be able to be vulnerable with. But it's like I, I personally think everybody should do it. It's especially men. I think it's such an important thing to unlock things that have been told to us, the kind of fallacies. The I think it's the resistance thing is part of it, what we were talking about earlier. It's mm-hmm. hating yourself, uh, trying to push through things, not asking for help, uh, not feeling like a man if you do that, you know, like not feeling like a man or being a pussy. is like, man, mm-hmm. I played football. I was, uh, I've done it all. It's I've heard everything. I've felt everything. You feel like you're going to like, especially when you're like – afraid as a teenager a male teenager when you're just afraid and you're scared and you can't say it man, you bottle that shit up in and that just comes out in wrong ways yeah that's happened throughout my life where i was like well i don't know why i flipped the fuck out and did something super dangerous there you know i got arrested one time and i was like oh man that was that was a rage that came out and i was like well that's years of pent up Mm -hmm. i'm not allowed to express my i'm not allowed to be angry i'm not allowed to i have to respect authority i have to do I have to do all these things and even if it's wrong even if it's this swallow it be a man step Mm -hmm. up be the bigger man be the bit you know it's Mm -hmm. like you pop that somewhere and you add alcohol and (laughs) drugs to the mix and you let all that goes away and after
1: when you got like arrested, yeah. w- did you look at that as like, oh, that's not who I am? Like I did something out of character.
2: Or no, I thought you- that was exactly who I was, yeah. and that's what made me change. I go like, that's what you've been hiding. All that rage, all that anger, that mm-hmm. is you. Sure, it's not me because I've never been in that state before. But that's always been there, and that's been like a that was like a that was a lion that you were feeding and keeping in the fucking. Cave, right? You know what I mean. And the gate finally opened, and there's no chains, and it came out. And I was like, "No, that's always been there." Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, to reevaluate. That was a rough time of my life. <laughs> uh, How long ago? Do you mind talking about it? No, I don't mind. I've talked about it a little bit before, but yeah, I don't. I don't give a fuck. Um, it was. I think it was twenty one or twenty two. Yeah, I think it was twenty one. I think it was twenty one. That so. feels like that's when that stuff happens. Yeah, yeah. It was in Philadelphia. It was bad. It was just it was just a drunken night, and and uh, I was out with my buddy. I was moving home, so I, had, I I I did engineering in college, and I was working this engineering job outside of Baltimore. I was living by myself. I was going from like a forty dude fraternity to like my first apartment, and being an adult at twenty one. <laughs> nine to five working out cooking you know doing all watching jeopardy i felt like i was like 70 years old (laughs) and uh and i was a series of events was like i cannot be down here my car got broken into my uh apartment flooded it was just like one thing after another i was like felt so alone and scared and angry and all that crap obviously didn't talk about it and i was visiting my buddy in philly because and then on friday and that sunday my dad was coming down with a u-haul we're just packing everything i was just gonna go live with my parents again try to figure figure out what the fuck to do and uh yeah i went there i got really drunk he, then he ditched me uh like went with some girl don't know where he went and i wound up in like i, I got very angry took some more shots <laughs> and then maybe Coke? I don't know. I, I don't remember. <laughs> but I woke up in a pile of trash and then I outside and I wound up back at his house and I took, I, there was like, a, it was like during the winter. Uh, it was like January or February. There was a Christmas tree on the grounds and had that metal base still on it. So it was like a little guy and I took it and I just started bashing his door. But he lives in an apartment. Wow. You know what I mean? He lives on like the mm-hmm. fifth floor of this like fucking row house apartment. So then like cops were behind me and uh, went to a drunk tank and I, they were like, you can call your Friend, like, you can come down. Like, we don't, we, he's not here, so right we don't know if you have a friend here, man. Yeah. We don't even know if you're at the right place. It's I was like, just... he's here. I kept calling him. He didn't answer. He had to, like, write a letter to the court to be like, that was my place. I let, I got intoxicated. I left him, you know, like, it's right. partially my fault kind of thing. And so, yeah, so I got put in a drunk tank, and then they were like, we're going to drive you to a, a hotel. I ripped up the summons on the way. Huh. They put me in a cab, and I pulled down the window still kind of hammered and I ripped up the summons and I threw it out the co- <laughs> I was like you know I'm not going to need this brother just threw it out the window went to a hotel they were like it's it was like 2am at this point they are like it's going to be like 100 something bucks I told them to go fuck themselves Fou- went outside found a homeless guy bought him like 70-80 dollars worth of Wawa like went into a Wawa I was like dude get whatever you want and bought him that and then found my car and then drove home still kind of drunk and wow. i was still kind of in and out and the story i tell is like i kind of browned out and looked at the speedometer and it was like at 120 oh, it was like it was, i was revving it on on the highway uh 95 and i pulled over and i slept in a uh in a uh, gas station oh how
1: scary that last part scared me yeah that how funny that it was. The gas was, station or the revving? The revving. Yeah, yeah I
2: was like, the gas station was okay. <laughs>
0: Even though we know, sort of, the end that he's in this room. I was yeah, like, yeah, I'm did here. You die? Yeah, are you okay, man?
2: Yeah. I could have. And that was that, yeah, that, ch- that changed, man. Mm-hmm. That changed. That my very good
1: deed in the middle is funny,
2: though. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, I think that was like, I got some karmic, like, <laughs> something happened here. But I was like, how did I find my car? It's all in, like, these uh, bursts of memory. You know, so hazy and between. Right. But I was just, like, I remember that. I remember that. So I remember that moment and that's sort of like kind of changed. I didn't drink for a long time, you know, never did a drug again. Kind of thing. I mean, smoke weed, but you know, every now and then, uh, but like it, that, that changed that, that changed everything. I had to go to court on Mondays and it was snowing. So like I had to drive down my dad's like a saint, like, you know, we pack everything. We unload everything on Sunday takes all day. I had to pick up shit for my sister's place in DC. So it was like, we get back at like 11 p.m. Sunday night, taking shit out, and like 5:30, 6 a.m. We have to get in the car to drive to Philadelphia to go to court. Ugh. It was snowing out, so moving
1: it's, itself is so miserable. Night, just right? that idea, just the and idea like of that. The other part is you have to go to court
2: tomorrow. And then the next day, not only that, like a mere hours later, you have to go to court. Yeah. Uh, and then sit all day in court. Then I had to then I had to go to anger management. Uh, after court i had to go that day to a 3 hour as ang- part of it as part of it i had to go to this 3 hour anger management did that help no anger management <laughs> no <laughs> no i was i remember the teacher was this, like really awesome rastafarian dude and i was like this is pretty cool but like, i was sitting next to a dude that was sleeping a dude much larger than me and he's like my friend yo wake him up and i was like no and, <laughs> the guy in anger management the guy in anger management you want me to <laughs> wake up and that's the one thing i took away from it no i was a punk man i, I don't know i don't remember shit yeah. from back then i had to do like 40 hours of community service i got them to be able to do it in jersey so i did that and uh had to go back down for court to talk about restitution charges I got off with that cuz I had, uh, so, had some sort of a I had a little bit of a construction background and they were trying to get me for certain damages and I used some knowledge of mine uh, for construction but like that price is totally off you have to prove oh, wow. x y and z there was the one time I was like 21 and stood mm. up for myself and I was like I don't think this is right and the, and the judge threw it out wow yeah hmm. judge threw it out
1: it's funny with your podcast, like, being about a lot of, like, career failures and stuff. Yeah. But, like, to me, I've never had a moment that was, like, that, like, career-wise, that yeah. feels, like, that important. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that's a life moment.
2: That's a life moment, Of, yeah.
1: like... Um,
2: yeah, that'll that'll wake you up.
1: Yeah. And it makes, like, other stuff feel a lot smaller to me.
2: Yeah, comparatively, yeah. It <laughs> is, uh, it's... I could have died. I mean, it was yeah. just, like, a very stupid, what a... Lo- how lucky... Yeah. I mean, it's like anytime I don't talk about it a lot and I don't think about it a lot, but I should probably yeah. think about it more if I'm feeling like shit
0: <laughs> or, you know, like feeling
2: sorry for myself. I like, you're lie. You could have died, right. man. You could have not only died, you could have killed other people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how
0: far you've climbed from that
2: place. Yeah. Right? Jesus, like, man. Geez. Yeah. I mean, that's, and then, you know, the next years we're just struggling between job, you know, going, bouncing between jobs and shit like that. So.
1: Hi. Hi. Uh, it, it took me a, a while to uh, track you down. I hope you don't mind me uh, coming to your house. Uh, uh, thanks you, for opening the door. Yeah, what are you doing here? Um, uh, 11 years ago, um, you bought me a bunch of Wawa's. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, I, I, you were like a little, uh, I think you were a little intoxicated. Oh my God, that was you? Yeah, yeah.
2: You were homeless.
1: I, at the time, yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to say thank you. That that night kind of turned my life around.
2: Oh my god!
1: Um, just seeing kindness from a stranger like that um, was really amazing for me. Wow! The... I, I just wanted to say that. Now I. Um... How'd you find me? How to, uh, well, I run. Uh, I now run a big tech company, and uh, oh wow! Between you and me, we kind of get information oh, uh, that okay. we shouldn't be getting. Oh, uh, all right. Yeah, but everyone's doing it in tech. It's like sure, we listen to conversations. Really? And, you know, yeah, oh yeah, everybody's doing it.
2: Uh, uh, but
1: uh, <laughs> uh, you don't have to be worried about it. everybody's doing it. Okay. There's no way. It, it's unchangeable. Okay. The, to the right now, the tail is wagging the dog here. So okay, yeah. thank you so much though. Sure. I, I, yes. I just wanted to, uh, you know i wanted to pay you back any way i could i
2: don't know um uh stop listening to my conversations i guess well, it's gonna be a hard no it's where we make most of our money oh, okay. selling um, your
1: information
2: uh it, yeah it, no yeah
1: i mean i uh well because i i know it looked to me that night like you bought me all of that and then the next thing uh you started you started googling nastiest strip club i saw on the on your phone and yeah. so i don't know it looked like a dark night with some light in it and, it, and yeah. if, is everything, if everything's all right with you that's great um, no
2: but, everything's not all right with me uh it was it turned out pretty bad to be honest with you oh i'm so sorry yeah I mean, really yeah I wasn't it wasn't uh i'm happy i did that did but... you
1: find the club you didn't find the club you were looking
2: for or i did i crashed my car into it <laughs> oh, i'm uh, so sorry I, I, uh, yeah yeah injured a number of strippers oh, really yeah I, why, it, that's it was, it was pretty bad well yeah you the i went to jail for like 10 years hi i'm sorry really? uh, excuse me hi oh, yeah
0: hi are you don yeah i just wanted to walk up and and say thank you. I, I just found your information. Um, oh, okay. You crashed your car into a strip club I worked at 11 oh years ago. Oh, my God. I, what? <laughs> well, now <laughs> I own a big tech company, and <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you for changing my life that night. Jesus Christ.
1: It was uh, Today is the anniversary of that happening. I'm here for a similar reason. Oh my- oh, I feel like it would be a big... Wow. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Cool. Hi. Well, Hi. Uh, you run, uh, you run, Gombel. I run, Gomble. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm right across the street. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're on Tibble. Yeah, Tibble. <laughs> okay, cool. yeah, we do Tibble. i think I've seen.
2: Yeah, you
0: yeah, out. information stuff. The information yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. cool. Wow. Well, uh, well, thank you so much. You said course. you're not doing
2: well. No, no, I mean I was in jail for like ten years. That kind of like ruined my life. I'm happy it made your. How did? Do you mind me asking, like, how it made your life? Life's better. or like...
1: I, uh, for me personally, it was seeing human kindness oh, okay. in that way at, at one of my lowest points, realized I realized there was a lot of light in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you bought me a, a lottery ticket that night. Oh, um, that ended up paying off handsomely.
2: Oh my God! I, yeah, I don't even remember that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You kept insisting over and over again, and it hit. It hit big. Oh yeah, yeah. That is the, so
2: crazy. That is yeah. insane. Powerball.
1: Yeah.
0: You hit the Powerball. Yeah. Oh,
1: my God. I hit the Powerball, and you hit uh,
0: Power Bottoms, right? The strip club. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. It was Power Bottoms. That's where I was working.
2: Yeah. 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 A female uh... strip club. Power Bottoms. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it works that way, too. (laughs) Yeah, it sure does. absolutely. sure does. It sure does. It sure does. You know, when someone ran into the glass that I was dancing behind at, (laughs) you know, four in the morning, I just realized, this isn't where I want to be. I used to work with computers, and I needed to get back into that. Wow. I to get back into my original thing. But then you also bought me a Scratcher, and I, the Scratcher won a million. <laughs> that night? So I had enough to, yeah. Yeah, you bought me a Scratcher because you felt bad. Oh, my God. And uh, it gave me sort of the, the boost and the emotional move to just change, you know, where my life was. So really, you guys got rich.
1: Yeah, that was yeah. a part of it. I saw the light too of humanity. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh huh. Okay. Some that.
1: Hey, hi. Uh, sorry, am I interrupting? Am <laughs> oh, I interrupting no, come here? On in. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, okay. I'm, uh, um, former deputy uh, Colin Will. Will. Colin Will. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember me. I was the arresting officer. I
2: kind of do. You look familiar.
1: Yeah. Uh, about eleven years ago, um, you, uh, you kicked in the back window of my car my, yeah uh, i'm sorry yeah, i know i paid the price you grabbed your summons and you shoved it down my throat <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> i don't i'm sorry about the, yeah i i kind I, bl- I vaguely remember that and i'm i mean you i think you broke my hand but that's okay that, <laughs> oh yeah i did yeah I did. that's i remember that because yeah
1: well i just wanted to say thank you so much (laughs) really that night changed my whole life Oh, mine too that's Uh, awesome really well i had to see a doctor because there were some of the summons was stuck in my (laughs) intestines, and they found uh they found a uh what turned out to be benign tumor uh but they wouldn't have noticed it they got it out in time um and then i realized i don't want to be a cop anymore i want to play the powerball (laughs) (laughs) did i buy you a powerball (laughs) It's. Uh, I bought myself okay, one, okay. but I realized I wanted to. You. Oh, well, you bought me a scratcher that night, which <laughs> got me twenty k, and so I realized. <laughs>
0: What? Yeah. you and your scratchers? Yeah, I mean, it was the reason you crashed. You are
2: obsessed with scratchers. <laughs> it never—I was doing that for years, and it never hit. I was always like, "Hey, hey, hey, take it, take it." I'm so sorry. I used to just have scratchers on my. Yeah. My, my cousin worked at a fucking like a card store, a liquor store place, wow. and I used to get just used to give me the extra ones.
1: Man. Well, uh, I, I mean, I see we're all here. Would you mind if we would come into your hovel for some coffee or anything
0: <laughs> like that? Yeah, maybe do a couple of scratchers for old times' sake. I brought a few. You have a couple? Yeah, I brought four. They're low-rent ones, but Okay. we can try.
2: Yeah, come on in, everybody. I'm sorry about the place. Oh, it, God, it stinks in here. Yeah, what's yeah, the smell? Is it fish? Yeah, the, I, I tried to cook fish. <laughs> but huh. uh,
1: bolognese doesn't take fish. That's yes, not part but of there, that.
2: I know Bologna is a landlocked city, but it's got some lakes near it, and I thought, you put a piece of Bologna in a piece of fish, it's Bolognese. All right? <laughs> That's what I thought. Anything with baloney on, it's fucking bologna. Oh,
1: this is this place is dark. I'm literally dark. but Okay, emotional. well, yeah,
0: thanks there, for everything. Right. Uh, wait, 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 let's do Scratch <laughs> scratch-offs.
2: Let's <laughs> do <laughs> scratch-offs. Uh, I'm just going to so out, leave the scratch-offs on the table. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let me... Th- just Oh, eight, eight Oh? Eight? Eight? And a prize? Nothing. <laughs> I want nothing. Wait... Wait, wait, wait. No.
0: Nothing. Oh. Thanks, Don. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. You're the man now, dog. Oh, oh, thanks for letting us use your story to do that. Of course.
1: Uh, well, Don, thanks for doing this. Hey. Thanks for being a part of our uh,
0: crossover crossover
2: month. I love right. it. Uh, where can everybody find you yeah. who's our normal listener and maybe new listeners. to you okay uh i'm at uh don finelli on twitter or at the need to fail on twitter i also have a website don finellicom dot com great that's Beautiful. you'll find i think that's everything and then the need to fail is on, like, you know, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Great.
1: You yeah. did one of the funniest improv scenes I've ever seen. I think about what? it all the time because of how simple it was. Okay. I tell, like, students about it sometimes. It was you and Phil Ego Jackson. Time. Here we go. Do you remember this? It was you and Phil Jackson, and Phil was trying to get into a club, and you wouldn't let him in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was something just so simple about I it. I don't
2: remember, like, the prim- – I remember Phil was being – doing a good job doing his thing but you
1: were doing a perfect job of also like i think his name always was wrong or yeah. something like that You yeah, yeah, kept yeah. like telling him it wasn't the right name yeah, like yeah, yeah. the because you were uh, the reason i liked it so much is because you were like so supportive of moving the scene forward for him to be funny yeah and not just stopping him and saying no and calling him crazy and stuff sure. it was such a fun scene to watch
2: yeah i was a uh, my thank you that is very nice i'm immediately trying to go into like improv coach that mode where i always go but thank you that that means a lot um but yeah i always uh my number one note to people is like impasses are really funny like compromise at some point moving we'll yeah. forward there's gotta be some sort of compromise yeah like just don't stone cold <laughs> say no no, thank you, man. That's For so, some that's reason,
1: it. he had to dance over to you, and I can't remember why. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. had something to do with him looking cool enough yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're going to look good at that, huh? <laughs> yes. Um, well, thanks, thanks, man. thanks for doing this, Don. Yeah, um, thank you guys. Uh, you, Don's podcast is great. Check it out. Yeah. Check out our episode and all the other ones. Uh-huh. That's right. This uh, is our
0: first of our little companion pieces. Yeah. So listen to this, and then go listen to Don's, or go listen to Don's, and then come listen to ours first, Yep. yep. and we'll see how it all goes. Yeah.
1: Yep. And uh, donate to that Patreon now or in December, or both. There <laughs> <laughs> Ideally both.
2: <laughs> uh, see you next time. Thank you. Dog, you are the man now. Dog, you
0: are the man now. Dog, you are the man
1: now.
2: Dog, you are the man now. Dog, you are the man now.